Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. You can join us in broadening our minds on the Nameless Debates Discord via the link below, and even feature here yourself, if you've got what it takes. How about them memes, though? What memes? Oh, you know, the idiosyncratic behaviours that we all exhibit. So, uh, Terence, let's go back to the is water wet argument. Oh, I love that one. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Dude, I love that one. You do? (laughs) I I don't even know what the answer to that is, dude. It's not wet. Yeah, uh, but is that the case? Because because wetness is a quality of of a system that contains water and something else. So there is can that, be no is that the case? What's yeah. the what's the condition for wetness? Yeah, the condition of wetness is there has to be water present and something else present. So is it is it is something wet if there is just one molecule of water? It's well. Wetness hmm. can be like dripping, like it's no, but like a, I'm not it's so like sure. Here's here's the contention in short form. I'm not actually sure if one molecule of water on something makes it wet. I don't know if that's true. It doesn't seem true. Ninety-nine uh, percent water, one percent something else makes it wet. No, but I'm saying like. If there's only one molecule of water, I would think that wetness is a property oh, no. that emerges from the aggregation of the molecules. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it has to be liquid. Also, one molecule of water is for liquid. sure. For sure. So, yeah, so water, I mean, isn't it? it? it it's no, in no. liquid. It's in the liquid state, as in the uh, chemistry. Yeah, but it's like is uh, ice wet? No, is not really. Ice wet? No, no. But no, no, uh, one molecule, liquid. one molecule of water is a liquid chemically. Yes. Uh, um, no, I don't think so. It is. It is, dude. I'm telling you. It is absolutely. A, it is, is a liquid. But Are water is a liquid. wetness is an emergent property. You can't have wetness. I agree. With but what does wetness emerge from? Because I would say, in my opinion, liquid. it seems. No, but it seems that wetness is is an emergent property of the aggregation of the molecules. It is. Okay, so then you need more than one water molecule to make something wet. That's logical. Yep. Um, oh no, okay, um, so that... a molecule isn't uh, a liquid because dude, a liquid but... is a sort of fluid. No, a liquid is a phase, dude. A li- uh, liquid, yeah. gas, and solid. Uh, They're phases in chemistry. Yeah. A liquid... If it's not ice, if it's liquid... not ice and it's not water vapor and it has the chemical structure H2O, it is a liquid. But the definition of a liquid. Is that a is a type of fluid uh, which continually deforms under sheer stress, and um, you can't you can't, you can't deform it's, a molecule. Where are you getting that? Where are you getting that definition from? <laughs> Engineering textbook. No, this is Wikipedia. But I know. Okay, so here, I know, here I know a, that's the case. That is true. A substance that flows freely but is of constant volume. So. One molecule of water fits that criteria. Oh, but that's not a, that's not really true either. That's, nothing that's is the Google definition. Nothing is truly of constant volume. Everything is no, but to some degree. Of course, no, but I think they mean like absent other factors, the volume stays constant because that's not true of gases. No, if you if you apply uh, pressure to a gas, it will. No, no, but I'm saying, like, even if you don't apply pressure to a gas, the volume changes. Like, gases are constantly changing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, if it's not confined. No, even if it is confined, like, the actual um, volume changes over time as the (laughs) gas molecules group up in certain places. Like, not for long, but the volume changes subtly. Okay, sure. Yeah, and that's not the case for liquids. (laughs) No. Uh, but they still have to deform under uh, sheer stress. So yeah, that's, that's what flows freely means. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, but I'm yeah. saying one molecule of water does do that. No. Or it does. Yeah, sure it does. It, or it it bounces around, but it doesn't. 
it doesn't deform under sheer stress. Uh, no, I think it it does deform. It's just that you can't see it deforming. Mm, like I'm not realistically, so sure about that. What, what you're saying when I you're saying deform, what, what yeah. you're saying when you're saying that it deforms is you're saying that um, that the aggregate of the water molecules will adapt to a changing environment but i'm yes. telling you that the adaptation you're describing is just as mechanically present in one molecule of water it's just that the scale is such that you can't see it doing that i don't like i'm not really so sure if that's you, true if, if i if i tip a if i tip a container on its side it and it's got like a, a rounded corner and there's just one molecule of water that one molecule of water will follow the container around the rounded corner in just the same way as it would even if there were a bunch of water molecules um no, it would fall How? out, but but not in the same way. No, no, no. Because... I'm saying like it's a rounded container, so I'm oh, like I'm oh. not tipping it out. I'm just like holding it such that the water that's on one side travels to the other side around a rounded corner. I think it has to do with uh, forces acting between the, the water me uh, molecules. What what has to do with that? The deformation. Yeah, uh, if you have multiple molecules. No, of they, course, uh, of course. But I'm saying that the, the like the mechanical action of the molecule is not different because it's just one. Um, but you could say the same for a solid, right? If you had one molecule of iron, for example, it would behave okay, the same way. Okay, wait. As it the sounds like it sounds like you're making a phenomenological distinction. Like chemically speaking, having one molecule of water. It is still a liquid if it's in the liquid state, right? Like if it's in in terms of like a, a categorization uh, in oh, chemistry. But, but the, the states has nothing to do with one. Or no, but the individual state molecules. has different chemical properties. It does have something to do with individual molecules, dude. It absolutely does. Okay, when an individual molecule of water changes state, it has different properties. What what ha what happens to the molecule when it changes state? So if it changes state to a solid, it becomes rigid. What about if so, it changes state but, to a plasma? Oh, oh, but that has that, that has to do with, for example, in the linear, for example. Pardon? Yeah, in, Pardon? in water, in water, for example. Uh, that has to do with what? Sorry. Crystallinity, uh, given a certain crystallization. Yes. Yeah. Given a certain so, temperature, which is zero. No, but degrees. I'm saying I'm saying that the molecule has different properties in a different temperature. Okay, like it, it has it a could be true, has a actual sure. it no it has a distinction in the properties. Gases have distinct properties to liquids, have distinct properties to solids, and if you have one molecule of liquid water, it is still a liquid. Like by definition, mm. it has to be. Mm, nah. I'm very uncertain about that. In chemistry one molecule of H2O in chemistry can be a liquid, I'm telling you. Okay. Uh, because I read I read a scientific paper, I think it was yesterday, about... Because um, previously we thought that there's always a layer of water uh, surrounding ice. There's always uh, also a layer of liquid water surrounding the ice, and that's why ice is slippery. You know this, correct, Terence? Uh, I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't consider uh, it a layer of um, water molecules because the water molecules are scattered around, and that's why oh, it's slippery. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was what uh, the scientists found out for. I think but, it was but a that, year ago. That state isn't wet, but when ice starts melting, then it becomes wet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure, but those but molecules is, are not in. Those yeah. molecules are not liquid. They're just free molecules. So is that um, true? For instance, yeah, ice. I'm pretty sure ice skates turn them to liquid with the um, pressure of the person. Yeah, but making like friction. ice alone. Ice alone yeah. isn't wet because the layer of molecules. No, 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 look, we we get that, Terence. Although I'd be interested to know if ice is wet when it just has one water molecule on it. Yeah, sure. If, <laughs> if you if you skate on the ice, then you will induce. I don't think so. It's not wet because it's not an aggregation. Yeah, of I I agree, Terence, but I'm trying to figure out if that's the correct answer. Because I'm not actually sure. 
like well you can have for example yeah, there are water, there are things... water on water is fucked up cause... yeah dude <laughs> it seems to me like one molecule of water is not wet but two molecules of water is wet or maybe three molecules of water is wet I don't even know. Mm. You know where 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 is the wetness coming about? <laughs> the yeah, wetness, the wet wetness is a quality of the system. Yes. Oh right? uh, yeah, I know. But I'm asking so like, like if you keep you adding neurons. No, I know. I understand. Do you do you have wetness if you just have two though? Depends on the system. No, no it doesn't. On... It really doesn't. The quality it should really become does. immediate. No, it doesn't, it really man. If does. I have if a, if you have two two molecules of I water and book... one molecule of something else, stop. If you have no, molecules... that is what I'm saying, though. That's implied. I'm saying I have a book. There are two molecules of water on it. Is it wet? Um, no. Yes. I think it probably is, right? So then, here's <laughs> the, here's the question. If you have one molecule of water and then there's one other molecule of water, is the water wet? Are they in two different states? No, they're together. They're no, in no. the same state. The water's no. not wet. How? No, it's, no because you, well, okay, what if you have three? What if you have three? Dude, it's like. 99%. So what if no no but I'm saying like something else no, is no, no, wet. but I'm saying this no but I'm saying the something else is another molecule of water. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you. Ninety nine percent of water plus something else. I understand else that. Is wet. I understand that. But ninety nine percent of water plus water is just a liquid. No, but that's what I'm asking. Uh, I'm asking if if one molecule of water surrounded by two other molecules of water is that wet is the one molecule the, no the initial that's molecule. a liquid that's called no, a no, liquid stop i understand that's called a liquid you're not answering my question properly let's call the first molecule a it's a special molecule i'm tracking it it's a all right so a is the same as if i have a book let's call the book b Right. If I have one molecule of the book and two molecules of water, you said B is wet. I'm saying if I have one A and two molecules of water on A, is A wet? You can't it seems like, the, oh, like logistically, uh, it seems like it has to be. No, because uh, still logically, uh, if you one, if you one, one, one molecule, water... one molecule cannot have a state. States depend on how molecules arrange themselves um, with respect to each other. One molecule can't have a state. That's completely incorrect. Uh, do, you have a, do you have any? Do you have any source or something? Because I'm how yeah, a molecule. This. Yeah, if there is one molecule, yeah. you can't really of tell course. if it's a solid because or a no, you could just because you can't tell doesn't mean it doesn't have a state. Let me give you an example, okay? So there's a stable molecule and there's an unstable molecule. That is a state. And you don't yeah. need to have multiple molecules to know that. But that doesn't have anything to do with solid. It does. It, it totally does. Theory. You can just have uh, one no. molecule. It's a state. You said one molecule cannot have a state. That's an absolute statement that you made about whether or not one molecule can have okay. a state. Yeah, okay, sure. It can be unstable or stable or yes, so that's super a state. saturated so then, or whatever. But So then are you saying that in, we can't terms, tell what in state terms, it has? In terms of solid, liquid, or no, no, but is the qu the question is, are you saying that we can't tell what state it is, or that it actually doesn't have a state? No, it doesn't have. Says who? It, it, uh, doesn't it depend on the arrangement and the yeah, arrangement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The property. Yeah. No, but the, the thing is that the arrangement is not a consequence of like the individual things coming together it's a consequence of the property of all of the individual elements if yeah, you have one yeah, molecule of water no, but wait 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 if you have one molecule of water i don't accept that if you have one molecule of water below zero degrees celsius you have a solid it doesn't matter if there are other molecules of water it's a solid okay can, can we can we put it like this you know uh, for example uh uh, a, a steel can have different states, right? So we have different phases. Like, yeah, you, you can have, for example, austenitic steel, martensitic steel, uh, and so on. Mm -hmm. And what state, what kind of phase or state you have in the steel depends on how the different atoms arrange themselves with respect to each other. No, nope, not yes. true. No. You're talking about how we determine what state there is. 
Yeah, I I think yeah, there are. So how we, how we determine meanings. it? I think no, no, how how we determine it is different to what it is. How do you define like are states of matter emergent properties or are states of matter consequential properties? States of matter are consequential. Are you sure? It seems likely. Some states that's are where emergent. I have to disagree. Some states are emergent. Yeah, but, but like you well, can't just say some states are emergent and then you know, sure say it's consequential. No, I said all states are consequential, but some states mm. are emergent consequences. Then how do but, you distinguish between them? I would still argue because, that. Also, for instance, consciousness is an emergent property, but cons yeah. consciousness is only a consequence of the physical laws and the chemical laws and the biological laws and the neurological laws. There's nothing about that that isn't consequential, but it is nonetheless emergent. I would still argue that you can't have... But you, you can't have consciousness you can't have a... and the state of matter are different, right? No, but we were arguing about whether or not you can have something that's both emergent and consequential, and I showed you that you can. <laughs> yeah, because consciousness is one of the mysterious things, but the states of matter aren't that mysterious, right? Because we can no, but I think the point was that you made an argument that I couldn't have the thing I said I had, and I showed you another example of me having it. Um, could you please describe uh, what a solid is? What was the definition of a solid? Yeah, could you describe its properties? Like consequent, cons uh, consequential because, properties. Because this is, this is key to our mm -hmm. discussion, really. Let me see. Structural rigidity and resistance to changes of shape or volume. So all of those imply that there is an mm. arrangement. Oh, but but, no, but I don't think you understand though. What that, is that's Listen, listen. When it says it's characterized by, you realize that that's a consequence. Like the characteristic is a consequence of some a consequence of some other property. Right. So, for instance, temperature. Uh, if yeah. the temperature is such that it is in a certain state, then even if you only have one atom of the of the fucking element, it is in the state that corresponds with the temperature. So you're saying with one molecule of water... Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. With one molecule of water, yes, it uh, becomes okay. steam. I exactly. think, I, think we're, I, I think we're missing... Uh, the no, word Terence just have... got it on point though, right? It's the idea is if you have one molecule of water and you get it to a hundred degrees, it becomes a gas. It does. Uh, like we can prove that it, it does. Wouldn't it become a gas before hundred degrees because it's one oh, molecule of water? Maybe. I don't know. That's not the point. The point that's is... The, that's the it, whole point, dude. No, that's no, no. The whole it's point. not the whole point. The whole point is... is you, listen, you and Angifa were arguing that it doesn't become a gas unless there are multiple molecules. That's what you guys were saying. I'm saying obviously that isn't true because when we heat one molecule of water yeah. up, we can observe it become a gas, even if it isn't at 100 exactly. degrees. But, when the temperature but, but becomes the property, sufficient for the, a gas... But the consequential properties you assigned, like 100 degrees will turn, in, turn it into a gas, right? It's not, it's not true for one molecule. It's true for right, the range of That's irrelevant. No, stop. Yeah, yes. It's, it's, it's a matter of definitions. It, it's a no, matter of no, definitions. No, no, the number is irrelevant. The point is, if changing the temperature upwards a sufficient amount changes the property of the molecule, then it has mm. changed... Fate is okay. changed state, but can, like can it's we become it, a gas. Can we put it like this? Say I have a million iron atoms just mm -hmm. scattered around, mm -hmm. uh, and would you regard them as a solid um, uh, if, at room temperature? I'd... Oh yeah, probably yeah. Okay, uh, but. Uh, a solid, you have to 
the definition of a solid is that there yeah, are closely packed together. Yeah, they are, then they I are closely packed together. Solid. I said it's characterized by structural rigidity and resistance no, to not, change. Not characteristics, but consequential yeah. properties. No, 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 yeah. dude. That's how it's defined. Okay, I'm well, saying we solid... define it. Stop. Well, I'm saying we define it based on how we determine it. All right, but the things that we're using to determine it are not the reason that it is that way. The reason it is that way. How do you, how do you know way. what is the truth? Like what is like, because there's the, something in oh, common, okay. which is temperature. Okay, I think I know. Uh, I know where you're coming from now. You're just, uh, but you're just pointing out the consequential uh, properties of what. No, I'm saying there's a phenomenological commonality among the consequential properties, which is temperature. Yes. Yes. So the temperature change is what is actually linked to the phase change. Yeah, to it's the phase. Change. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. But here, but oh, here, the most important part is the number of molecules and the arrangement. No, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if the temperature of one molecule reaches a level that is sufficient to change it to a gas, it does change to a gas, oh, even if there's only one of them. It no, no, does no, change no. into a gas. It, it, does. it, doesn't, it doesn't change anything. It just it has does. more energy. Before. No, but that's exactly what that's exactly what the change into gas gas means when it has yes, more but, energy. But, stop, but stop, stop. Like... When it has more energy, it moves in a different way to when it was a liquid. Okay, it actually gains a property, which is that it moves freely. That's what a gas is. In relation to the arrangement. Yeah. No, not in relation you, to yeah, the arrangement. Yeah. By itself, it moves freely now. Yes, but you're you're defining the whole phase change and the states of matter due to the in relation to the arrangement. No, I'm not. No, I am not. I'm saying if on a fucking petri dish in a vacuum I have one molecule of H2O, all right, and then I raise the temperature of that vacuum, all right, such that the molecule gains energy. And then the molecule starts moving off the face of the petri dish and hitting the containers of the like the sides of the container of the vacuum. Right? We can observe yeah. it has changed in properties, even if there's only one molecule in a vacuum. Yeah. It, it has it changed, changed properties, but can you say change the state of matter? That's exactly what a change in state oh. of matter is. It's, it's different that's properties. Really no, no, no. It's not the. It's a semantic error. Oh, it's, it's not, not a semantic. It's error. not how we define. Uh, how we define how it we define is based it. on how we determine it. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm saying go. our determination is irrelevant, though. Then how how the fuck are you gonna define it? Uh, because I'm saying that there's a commonality among the thing that we're using to define it. Okay, we're using what we can use to determine that something has changed. I'm saying in all of the cases where we're determining something has changed, there is a common change, which is the temperature. Yes, the so, common change for so, every molecule stop, in the so, so, no, so, the, yes, but irrelevant. The point is, if the temperature is the common element, then I can take one molecule away from the rest of them. That's what a vacuum means. And if one molecule in isolation exhibits a property change in relation to a temperature change, then what we have is a, a change in the properties that we call a state change. Um... No, we don't call that a state change. I don't agree with you. If one molecule on the surface of a Petri dish gains energy from a temperature change and starts moving freely yeah. around the container, yeah, it, has changed, exactly to it has changed to a gas. It has changed to a gas. Yeah, but the, ga but the whole solid liquid gas... No, it's a vacuum. Is it's a vacuum. There's no structure around it, Terence. Then you have... Okay, but you're then defining you have, uh, that you're uh, defining that phenomena as a phase change. Yes, I am, but that's the but word that we always wrong. use. Okay, of course, but that is the word that we use. use it is when we have temperature-linked property changes. Those are called phase changes in chemistry. Yeah, they but are. phases are mostly related to the arrangement of I the. Don't... 
Mostly, mostly they are. That's irrelevant. I don't think it has such a state. It's just then it is thermally agitated. That's the difference. What? Yeah, if you if you thermally agitated. Yeah, if thermally agitated is the technical name for a phase change of to a gas. Like all gases are just thermally agitated molecules. But we don't. We, we define what a gas, liquid, and solid is. No, we define gases by how we determine that they are thermally agitated clouds of molecules. But the point is, the property that we're defining when we make the determination is that they are thermally agitated. Yes or no? Yes. But uh, no. No. no, yes, no. So stop. Stop. You just said it. Yes. So no. if I mean Terence said I did, yes. What's I said your objection? Yes. What's your objection, dude? Oh, I still have the objection that uh, it is uh, oh, the words we use, <laughs> solid, for example, uh, we define it as how a lot of particles are closely packed together and they are stuck together <sighs> by, for example... You're talking about how we determine it. Yeah. Yes, but that's not or how we how define we de it. How we de that's no, no, that's not how we define it. That's, yeah, that's how we determine it. No, it's not. Listen, the definition. Okay, 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 wait. I think InSync is right because um, the definition of a state of matter is one of the distinct forms in which matter can exist. Mm -hmm. not, in a, not in an arrangement, but in four states. Matter Correct. observed in every... Uh, oh, what states? Okay, can you, can you please uh, link that so I can read? Oh, just Google states of matter. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, it absolutely has to do with properties of the matter. And like it's really important that we remember that there's a difference between how we determine that something is true and what makes it true. So uh, there's a difference between how we determine determine the existence of an electron and what an electron is. But yes, that, correct. But then, uh, okay, so matter is anything that has mass and takes up space, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and energy and then, capacity and then, to cause change. Takes up space time. Um, energy is not the capacity to cause change, but we'll, I, I'm willing to accept that. Okay. Uh, okay, and then we have five uh, <laughs> different which matter can arrange itself in. I believe there's more than that, but yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure the there main, are seven. And the main difference between uh, those structures uh, is that it says here the main difference in the structures of each state is in the densities of the particles. Mm -hmm. And density is a property, right? Yes. Yes, so it's in the properties of the particles. Of the material, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what I said. But density has to do with how closely packed. No, but but density is a property of an individual particle. It's how it's how closely it will pack when put into an arrangement. Um. Yeah. Mm, but then, uh, what about if we take two or three different atoms and put them together? Oh, yeah. I, I think density is a property of the system, not of the individual. Uh, no, because then the and... density of the collection would be the aggregate of the densities, right? Like you'd be saying, like, um, how dense can this collection of things be, considering that A is this dense, B is this dense, and C is this dense? Like, individual molecules have a density, man. Uh, yeah, they have. Yes, so it is the collection of the molecules that yeah. generate your measurement of density, but the density exists as a property of the particle. 
Like, this is what I'm saying. There's a difference between how you measure the density and what the density actually is. Yeah, okay, you're right about that. This is Harry Oh, this is some deep shit, man. <laughs> it's a good question. You know, so, like I said, I don't so know what the answer. The, is. What's the answer? Like one molecule? <laughs> I don't know, man. I actually just don't know. Um, I'm not sure. You know, I feel like the answer is that um, if if wetness is a property that emerges from the aggregation of water molecules, then three water molecules mean that at least one of the water molecules is wet. I don't see how you can get around that. <laughs> because wetness depends on water plus something else. I don't and actually accept that. I don't accept water. that. Yeah, I but don't accept that. I'm saying... Uh, why don't we just search for the definition in the... Research. I'm saying, like, wetness is to do with the aggregation of the water molecules. It no, doesn't no, have anything I, to do... I, I don't accept that. It has to do with the aggregation of water molecules plus something okay, else. Okay, but which one of those is more important? Is it the plus something else, or plus is it the aggregation? Plus something else is important. But no, no, but which is more important? There is no more important. It's there one is, thing. There it is. has to it's exist. Easy. Let's examine it. We examined it before, right? If we have one water molecule plus the something else, then we have one of two conditions, all right? If we have one... Yes, but when we well, say no, something no, sorry, else, sorry. it's not water. No, but the point is that if, like I said, if we say B is book, I have one molecule of book and one molecule of water, the book is not wet. We agreed on that. So wetness cannot be just the fact that there is something else, all right? And I'm saying if two molecules of water on the book make the book wet, I don't see why two molecules of water on another molecule of water wouldn't make the water wet. Why because water is that? and water are the same thing. Yes, so? That's the hmm. whole point. The premise is there has to be water plus something else. If there's no, water No, that's, that's water, your that's premise. I'm saying, I'm saying that premise does not hold up. It cannot just be there has to be water plus something else. You're saying there has to be at least two molecules of water plus something else. And I'm saying, well, it looks to me like the two, the fact that there are two molecules necessarily is more important than the something else. Uh, I would argue well, that if you have like two water molecules... molecules of water would react differently with different substances well, rather if, than... If, if, you have, if you have two water molecules, they would probably bind, right? Yes. Yeah. So, then, so that's why I would say that if you have three, then the first, the first the three would bind to. That, that, yeah, I they agree. would bind to. Yeah. I agree they would bind, but the point is that when we say we have one one book, so let's say okay, let's say for instance we have salt, okay, because salt actually binds with water as well. If we have one piece mm. of salt and two molecules of water, is the salt wet? Yes, because your you know no your answer is actually no. Then the sea is right? wet. <laughs> yeah, your no your answer is no, Terence, because when the water touches the salt, it actually encompasses the salt and it becomes salt water, right? So, if it becomes salt water, the salt cannot be wet. It's not there anymore. Yes, I agree. Okay, but I think most people would agree that salt does get wet when you put water on it. But it gets dissolved. It's semantics. Correct, but it's wet first. Uh, yeah. It's wet first. Yes, I would agree to that. Okay, so then the wetness is what? Is it's the collection it's of the aggregation of the water on something else. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. That would make sense. Let me think. But if you have an aggregation of water Wait, you on little water. Motherfucker. Wait, you little motherfucker, I'm thinking. We agreed that uh, you said that if it's not, well, the salt's not wet if it's not there. That's probably true. They're ions. Um, okay. So you're saying, but the water is there. The other molecule of water isn't dissolved. It just binds yeah. to it. That's not quite the same. Okay, so is the Na wet? Yeah, is the um, sodium uh, ion, is that wet? I would say yes. Sodium, yeah, sodium ions ion. aren't Why? If, this, if it's salt water, they, then they, the sodium the ion... No, no, no. 
the transition from wetness to dis- being dissolved. No, I don't accept that. The sodium ion does not transition from wetness to being dissolved. It transitions from chemical like bond. Oh, wait, to... wait, wait, wait. The, the sodium ion emerges after... Yes, correct. After but the question I'm asking is... No but, the, no, but since it's something else, sodium ion is something that isn't water, but it is surrounded by water molecules. So is the oh sodium ion wet? Mm. It would have to be. Yeah, by definition. Okay, so the sodium ion... Yeah, then the water has to be wet, in my opinion. Water can't I, be I wet. No, 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 no. I think that no. is a supposition. You're saying water is the only thing that can't be wet, and no, I don't no. actually take if that to be a... you have the same liquid... No, I understand. I understand. I understand. But I don't think that's true. Well, I think... I th- Because I think, like, when you have uh, an inkwell, the ink in and of itself is wet. It's not that the ink is wet on the page. It's wet in the well. No, it's wet... In regards to how you no. would test it. No, no, it's I'm saying good. like, I'm saying the water being a collection of the molecules is wet in and of itself. And that seems to be true. So the ocean mm. is wet. Yeah, of course it is. Wow. Doesn't <laughs> that seem weird No, to you? no, no, that's soaking, man. <laughs> but so instinct, I think I agree with you on everything uh, regarding solids and liquids and so on, except that uh, yeah, water on water we, is not... we don't define we don't define solids and liquids and so on. Uh, we don't define a single molecule as uh, yeah, I know we don't tend liquid. to define it. I know we don't tend to do that, but that's not what I was getting at. Yeah, but I agree that the, yeah, it it all has to do with the phase change happens uh, with, with one temperature month, and yes. mm-hmm. like we don't tend to make that kind of determination because it's not useful. But like ultimately, yeah. it seems like the determination we're making collapses to that. Yeah, sure. So, uh, and then again. Uh, Single... The ocean is not wet. S- single molecule. The ocean is... is wet, dude. It is the it is the solvent. Sorry, um, it is the or... solution itself. <laughs> dude, I don't I don't actually think it's reasonable to say that it needs to be something else for it to be wet. Okay, because other because first of all, like other other substances are wet. So if I put oil in water then the water is wet because of the oil, and the oil is wet because of the water, right? Yes. Yeah, so, no, that just seems like such an arbitrary distinction at that stage. If you're saying that the water can be wet because of oil, but not wet because of water, I say, what? Like, what? But there are different densities of liquid. Yes, of course, but I don't think... No, 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 I liquid understand. I just, I'm just saying. I'm saying, I don't think the wetness comes from the difference in the in the chemical. I don't think that's where it comes from. Then where, where, like, what is the? Property? I think it comes from the aggregation of the of the molecules. If you have two or more of the molecule that is a liquid, then it's wet. But that's just that's just half of it. No, but that's your opinion. I haven't seen any evidence that that's uh, half of it. I think we have to regard this definition on the macro scale. You're just you're saying two two or more. That's an arrangement on itself. Of course. Yeah, but it I'm can't saying... be in vacuum space, and you can't. No, but say I'm that. saying like the thing that you're saying about the other liquid. I don't see why that's true. It seems just as valid to me to say that the water is wet before you put oil in it as after. Both of those seem wet. How can it be wet in and on itself? Because. Oh, yeah, you have a wet paint, right? Yeah, you do. Wet paint is on something. That's why it's. Oh, dude, it's wet in the can. It's not just insofar as the paint is touching the can and it's wet. No, the point is that when the liquid is collected such that it's touching itself a lot, it's wet. Okay, wait. 
Do you agree that wetness is a property of hydration? No, wetness is a property of the aggregation of the molecules. Mm, okay. No, no. No. Well, I mean, like, that seems to fit more with the intuitive use of wetness. When you have a bucket full of water, the surface of the water is wet. Yeah, but hydration goes goes into chemical properties as well. No, hydration has to do with water specifically. Wetness isn't just, like, it's not just based on water. So a lava, lava on a boulder is like lava on a boulder. Is the boulder wet or the lava wet? Um, what? So you're asking? Okay, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, let me think. Well, the boulder would be wet, um, but uh, surely, the surely the la- no, the lava, both, yeah, la- the lava's wet as well. How can you? Uh, it does it if it uh, no, has to do with hydration. No, but it doesn't have to do with hydration. Oh no, okay. Yeah, so, then is the whole planet wet? Um, no. Yeah. Why would you think that? Because the because the aggregation of water molecules, like the oceans, yeah, but. Right? But where where the aggregation of water molecules isn't touching the earth, it's not wet. So, like in my apartment, I'm like yeah. sitting here, and oh, there's n- there is no wet. aggregation of water molecules here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You there's plenty of water in in the air. No, of course. I'm just saying, like, there's no particular aggregation of water molecules on but the that, surface. Is that the I'm atmosphere at. wet? Is the atmosphere wet? Um. No, I think that when we're saying wet, we mean the aggregation of water molecules that are in the liquid state. Oh, now you're... Yeah, you're right. I had to change my definition slightly. That was a good question, you know what I mean? But ultimately, it does seem to be to do with aggregation. But you're saying the aggregation of water molecules in a liquid state. What no, the aggregation the of any particular molecule in a liquid state. Oh yeah, yeah. But basically, when we're saying water, we mean a liquid. Alright, okay. So um, I don't think the person who made up the word wet uh, thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I you know I don't know what the answer is, but it seems like the answer is that if but your opinion is really counterintuitive and you don't have proper evidence to back it up um i mean i'm i don't know if that's true i've been trying to give you the evidence that i have for like evidence, at least half an that's, hour that's explaining it right but that, yeah that's called right. rational evidence mm. but rationalism yeah, rationality is another from, but i think i think we have to go by the definitions we have for example if if we define in the dictionary that wet has to do with liquid being on some surface, that's what it is. But of on course. a surface of another liquid, and, can it be on the surface of another liquid? And and for our uh, utilitarian. Uh, no, but I think what I'm saying uses, is like we, have, we we define a liquid as how atoms arrange themselves with respect to each other. So. Uh, isn't that what really matters? I mean, I'm not accepting the pragmatic theory of truth. I'm not accepting the pragmatic theory of truth. So we're dealing with a word that's defined as covered or saturated with water or another liquid. And I'm saying one molecule of water can be saturated with other molecules of water. It absolutely can be. It can be covered with other molecules of water. That's the case. When you have yeah. a bucket full of water, one of the water molecules in the middle of the bucket is completely surrounded by the other other molecules of water. How is it not wet? Uh, like I the idea, I, it the would idea depend that... a lot on of, of your perception. For example, if if you're looking at in a inside a uh, um, an electron microscope, mm-hmm. maybe like an STM or something where you I can think... you can see the atoms. Then, then you might see it as wet, but on with our own eyes on the macro scale, we won't no, but notice. It, it looks so. wet to me, and I think like what I'm saying is, for instance, if I can put my hand in the bucket, and then my hand becomes wet, then the yeah. water must have been wet to begin with. 
Because yeah, the say, wetness doesn't emerge from my hand. Say, say if you if you have a bucket with one water molecule and you put your hand mm -hmm. on in it and then you get the water molecule on your hand, but you will never notice this. Then it wouldn't be wet though, because it would just be one. Oh yeah, so, say if there were three two. or there's five three. or okay. something. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's say there's three. Or a hundred, it, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Let's so, just use three. Yeah, three. So And you put your hand in it. Yep. And so you won't notice. That's true, but you, yeah. you would still be wet though, right? Uh, yeah, it depends on. Are are you really wet? Uh, yes. Does it really even happen? If, if even if, if you, you can't notice? tell, yes, yes, I'm firmly in the, of the position that things are real independently of whether or not you know about them. Okay, so so you're not a fan of uh, Schrodinger then? No, no, I think Schrodinger <laughs> was showing us something, but what he was showing us was something about perception, not something about reality. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, kinda, but like he he um, devised the thought experiment with um, yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, subatomic interaction with a macro scale. Uh, yeah, I I understand what it's about, man. So like, yo, what's the most what's the most wise thing you can say about the nature of reality? About the nature of reality. Yeah. Oh, let me think for a second. Um. Hey, Terrence. Okay. Wait. How about this? Wait. Yeah. Sorry, go, Vinny. Uh, I, I was just gonna. I don't want to tear. If you're if you're wrapped up in a debate, then I'll wait until after. But no, that's I had dropping like... some. He's dropping some wisdom on the nature of reality. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. I I just wanted to drop a book idea off with you before. Um, after this, sorry, after this argument. <laughs> so, you can go ahead. It's not I'll, an I'll, argument, he's dropping knowledge. Oh, okay. Hey, chill. Chill, 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 chill. It's okay. Okay, so, how about this? All things which are logically possible eternally exist because the opposite of eternal existence is not possible. But All energy goes saying, somewhere? Are you saying... Are you saying logical possibility has an absolute nature to it? Um, I'm saying that there is an absolute basis that logically entails possibility, yes. Wait a second. I just stumbled upon something and kind of what you were saying. I, th I think I did. I'm not sure. So all things that are illogical are objective. Or I'm sorry, uh, logical and illogical concepts are objective. They can't be subjective. Um, is that true? Nope. That has to do with uh, if we were going to say galact if we were going to say galactically. I'm just saying no, like no, with not, no. That's not, it's not articulated properly. That's the problem. Oh, okay. Okay. So I think what okay. they're trying to say is that whether a statement is logical or is Ill or illogical is not a matter of subjective opinion. I think that's what they were aiming for. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Yeah, but how could that. you how could you claim that? How could you claim the um, logical objectivity of something? No, you couldn't. I think what they were trying to say though is that whether or not something actually is logical or illogical isn't based on your opinion of it. It's based on like the what? rules. Based on what? Like the rules. Rules of what? The rules of thought, for instance. The rules of the like the rules of the laws of nature. Yeah, the laws no. of nature, which we approximate with the laws of thought. Right. So, for well, it instance, it depends on the rules instance, of language too. Terence, mm -hmm. for instance, right? Let's say you make a self-contradictory proposition, but you think that you're making sense. Whether or not you're making sense isn't a matter of opinion; it's a matter of fact. Mm. Yeah, it can't really yes, be. Oh, it's it's not a matter of opinion. Like based on the fact that he contradicted himself, he isn't making sense. Like the law of non-contradiction deterministically if, concludes he if, didn't make what sense. If, what if you are? What if by judging my position, you are fine? You are coming up with the contradictions. Does yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but hypothetically, hypothetically, like does it yeah, still? No. If we were to enter, I'm wrong. No, okay. it doesn't. If I contradict myself, then anything I have to say about your position is inherently nonsense. 
Yeah. Like, who, like, between two people, like who would judge that? Who would who would validate the? That's why you have. That's why you have more than two people, dude. Well, so <laughs> if you're going to say that, if you're going to say that mankind isn't a good enough, I think you are. You trying to arrive at that conclusion that mankind's not are a good enough one for, to judge for the having... laws of nature or what's objective and subjective? Is that what you're trying to arrive at, Terence? Uh, not quite. I'm I'm asking if like so if there are three people, you can have objective truths. And if there are two no, people, you can't have objective. If, if you have two million people, can you have an objective? Truth? No, I said <laughs> that the more people oh, you have, the more likely you are that your opinion on truth is going to be accurate. Yeah, it kind of builds like a percentage, right? It's not that you're. Yeah, it's, it's not that you're dead on, but yeah, okay, probabilistic. I like oh, okay. that. But but what about this? Say if if you're going to steer a ship, and you have one captain who's really good at steering that ship. Mm-hmm. And then you have 5,000 uh, other people on who knows nothing about the sea whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But they uh, they argue for, for one thing, let's say. We should go this di- direction. And the captain mm-hmm. says, no, 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 we have to go this direction. Are they right? Based solely on no, of course not. Numbers. Ridiculous. Oh, but here's here's yeah, what is true. Here's I, what is I, I true. That. Is that if five thousand people say one thing and one person says another thing, that one person should try really hard to understand why five thousand people agree on something else. Yeah, yeah, but they, they could the still be wrong. Right? No, no, no. But here's the thing: is what if the captain can't see an iceberg that everybody else can see? Oh, he well, could be say, wrong, right? Yeah, he could be wrong, but he could yeah, also so he be right. needs No, but the point is that 5,000 people all agreeing on something shows so you, that you saying, that you really need to be careful about claiming that you're right. Oh, yeah, you're that's, saying, that's You're saying the majority, will, the majority should always be given the benefit of the doubt. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, hmm. you, should, you should definitely hear a majority out, always. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true, but it doesn't necessarily but majority, mean they're... But that they're doesn't, not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it means it's true. I never said that. I said, even if you have a, a billion people, even if you have a hundred billion people, the fact that everybody agrees doesn't make it true, but a hundred billion people agreeing uh, is more likely to indicate a correct conclusion than a hundred people agreeing. Yeah, in, in some sense... It's, uh, it is more likely, is, like probabilistically. Is this a is this a, uh, is this yeah, a utilitarian yeah. concept? If or? you have a if you have a complete random sample of people. Oh yeah, of well, course. But if I you mean, have like if you have a hundred experts and you have ten thousand ignorant people. Of course, of yeah, course. But ra- yeah. random is implied, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. 